0: Hello, welcome to Silent Wisdom Online Satsang. It's great to be together and we all need to meet with each other, to be in that energy, to be in that influence that helps us to move up, that helps our energies to rise from the lower levels to the higher levels to stay with like minded people, to stay with the higher energies. Today, as you all know, is an open satsang. Aaj koi agenda nahi hai kuch bhi, aur open hai. So, if you will have any questions, you want to share something, we will go ahead. If there is nothing, even we can all be in silence together because. We are all connected right now. So even being together in silence is good. Hello. Hello. Uh, Pranam Anjali. This is Anjali. Yes, Pranam Anjali. How are you?
1: I'm good. How about you?
0: Very good. Tell me.
1: So, um, one thing which came to my mind is very often we discuss about the challenges a male, female seeker has in her life. But the, Uh, We never
0: discuss the thing like what a male seeker also faced uh, in their spiritual journey and we kind of overlook that thing or maybe because males are not very vocal about it. We don't discuss that thing, but I'm sure they also have challenges which female seeker doesn't have and uh, we can we can see a few things, but we don't never uh, they don't don't talk about it. So maybe we can discuss a few things. Okay, yeah, very interesting topic, topic, Anjali. Yes, that so many times we talk about the challenges that women seekers face and maybe because of uh, the family pressures or the social conditioning, right? So for the male seekers, has anybody come across to you? Has anyone shared? And maybe uh, since you have initiated this, we may ask uh, the male seekers in the group, if anything they would like to share or they would like to talk about or they have faced any specific pressures on this path. And then I will come back to Kanika's question here. If anybody knows there is a specific challenge that because of being a male, you have faced or anyone has faced. You know, one of the things that comes to my mind, like for females, mostly because of the roles that have been defined for them, Uh, Mostly what females talk about is the responsibilities, you know, being the daughter-in-law or the wife or the mother, the expectations that they have from society or the family and therefore they are not able to give time to the spiritual practices. Maybe for males, one of the biggest responsibilities would be that they need to earn for the family, that they need to take care of the family, go and work whether they want to or not. And that is clearly a social role expectations and that can come in their way. That even if they want to pursue their spiritual practices and do not want to work, they do not want to take on the burden of uh, running the family or providing for the family. That can be a very, very big obstacle for them. So, well, then we will just park it, Anjali. If, if you know of anything specific that you would like to share, uh, you can go ahead or... You know the male seekers here if anyone i can only think of this one as of now but uh, that's a great thought that you have initiated so we'll see how it comes now i'm coming to kanika's question please talk about the ecstasy one can experience while on spiritual path very good question kanika see when we talk about ecstasy definitely it is an experience it is an exotic experience and also if we look deeply ecstasy is something very relative no like let's say if I'm extremely thirsty and it's been a hot day I can feel ecstatic with a cool drink haven't we all experienced that that just a nice drink on a hot day or on a very very cold day a hot cup of tea or coffee or hot chocolate would just make us ecstatic and we have we also say that sometimes Or let's say we've been very hungry and then you get a kind of a you know special food. Let's say your favorite food you get to eat and you've been very hungry. We say, oh my God, this food is giving me an orgasm or this food is so good. This is divine. What is happening to me? That's all ecstasy. But if we are not hungry or thirsty... And the same food will not give us the same amount of joy, which it does when we have been really deprived of it. Now, when we talk about ecstasy of experience on a spiritual path, I would put it in a similar kind of a vein that if we, have, we are living a normal life and every day, we are you know having those same kind of experiences the experiences of this body experiences of being hungry getting up uh, getting ready for whatever your school or office or home doing the regular things and in life even when we say enjoy right like somebody is going on a vacation we say enjoy or somebody is going for a nice meal we say enjoy it's a new experience that one is looking for isn't it enjoyment comes from a new experience In the spiritual path, similarly, some of the experiences would be happening to you for the first time. You may have never experienced something like that in the worldly life. And that's why they kind of feel extremely ecstatic. And they are. There is no doubt about it. Because, again, uh, maybe those experiences are not happening through these five senses through which other experiences happen. Maybe some other senses are involved into that. And second, they are completely new, absolutely new. But even if those same experiences will become kind of very regular for you, if they start happening every day, let's say one day, you know, somebody sees some lights, you have closed your eyes, you are meditating and you see light inside or you see colors or you have a nice feeling inside. But if it starts happening every day, you will not find them ecstatic anymore. So they will lose their charm. So as long as there is newness, there is a difference, there is a change it, and also depending on what condition we are in, it gives us that you know amazing aha kind of a feeling. The same experience, however nice it may be, however ecstatic it may be, if it is repeated, then we do not uh, have the same joy. Poonam is saying, sometime back you had asked Guruji, what is the way to repay him? I too would like to ask you what is the way to repay you. I've learned so much and benefited from your satsangs and my friends too say your short videos have benefited them. There is so much accumulation of run. Oh, that's very sweet of you, Punam. So you see, um, when if you call about, uh, see, repay. Even when I asked Guruji that how do I repay you, it is not really, and I understand from you as well, it is not like repaying. Because you feel so much love, isn't it? It is all about just, there is so much love. How do you like give it back? And you know that the person is already love. So how do you give it to him? There is no Rin here because I know even for Guruji, whenever he is doing anything, he's not expecting anything in return, right? It is an overflowing. It's like, you know, um, when a flower is giving its uh, fragrance, it's not expecting anything. It's not saying that you need to appreciate It has, it cannot do anything else. So he's also giving. And if you feel you have benefited from uh, my satsangs or whatever, thank you so much. And I'm also just being what I can be. I cannot do anything else. This is who I am, right? But if there is love that you have felt, I would say pass it on. Just pass it on you find more people you be how whatever way it has benefited you allow that to become a flowering in you and then even actually you would not even have to go and uh, give it to others it will happen naturally we may use these terms as like a repaying or ren, but this is all actually because of the mode of communication language speech but otherwise all things are happening by themselves and uh, I'm sure a lot of people would benefit and get inspired by you as well, Puna. Does that answer your question? And there is no accumulation of rune, don't worry. The rune happens if there is an expectation. There is no expectation here. Okay, partly, not fully. Hmm. So if you're looking for something more tangible, then yeah, you also need to give, you need to do, and you're already doing that, isn't it? Whatever work that you are doing, it is benefiting so many others. That is all that we can do. I have received so much from my gurus. So much. They have like filled me up to the brim. And then it's, after that only it's coming and coming and coming. So it has to overflow, right? It just flows. What else can one do? Sangeeta is saying, I too have the same question like Poonam, but you have given the answer as well. I am so much benefited from your guidance. Thank you, Sangeeta. And we just pay it forward. Pass it on. You don't need to return it to the person who is giving. You just find and you will naturally you come to know and naturally it happens without even actually doing it that you just pass it on. Kanika is saying it's said that for any jnani they need some rope or conscious interest to hold on to or enjoy this maya. What's your conscious interest? Very good question Kanika. And uh, I have been asking myself this question very often actually. And I will give you the answer since you have asked. So my conscious interest now is that uh, this body and mind is pretty stable. It's pretty healthy. It's at a good age. So let it be given to the gurus, to the masters for their use. Let them use it. That is the conscious interest. That's all. If they would like to do anything with it, <laughs> let them do that. Uh, that is what that I hold on to. Otherwise, uh, you know, there are times when you feel that it's all done, right? And what do you do? You are ready to leave. So ready to leave anytime. But as long as it is there, let it be used by the guru field. Kanika is saying, ready to leave at any point. Surprisingly, there is no idea or known things on other side. Still no fear. Absolutely. So that is the first thing that happens, no? That you lose all fear of death. It just completely goes away. There is no fear of death anymore. Because once you understand the reality of death, it's like, I don't want to go to sleep, right? So there is a fear of going to sleep. And actually, there are genuine cases. We hear of many people who have problems sleeping. And even after taking sleeping pills, they are unable to let go. Because there is that fear. Because in sleep also, what are you doing? You are letting go, isn't it? Sleep is... Actually, just like death, you are gone. You don't remember who you are, where you are. Even in the dreaming world, there is a completely new world out there. So if we can comfortably go to sleep and when we are in the dream, we don't even remember our waking life. So why to be afraid of death? So there is no difference at all. But the fear also comes from uh, when we are holding on to what we have accumulated in this life and there are so many attachments to people, to objects, to things. उन सब से ही डर क्रिएट होता है मृत्यु का। और एक बार और दूसरी चीज़ ये है ज्ञानी तो देखी लेते हैं मृत्यु को एकदम आँखों से। अपना खुद जब अनुभव आप कर लेते हो मृत्यु को, तो फिर मृत्यु का डर कैसे रहेगा? जब तक एक unknown चीज़ है, जब तक आपको उसके बारे में कुछ if you are in हो तब तक you बहुत डर will be in a place where you are in a place where you are in a place where you are in a place where you लेते हैं, you are in you are in there is no idea or known things on the other side. But then there is nothing unknown either. Isn't it? Now, if there is no unknown, unknown it is all mine only. It is all me only. So, where is the fear? yeah you're writing in fact no interest either yes And dusra hai hamare jitne bhi dar hote hain kisi bhi we ka jo dar hai agar hum uske usko जाएं uske deep mein jate jaye to eventually sab mrityu डर dar se hi sab wo dar aate hai koi bhi tarah eventually it is about the fear of dying aur uh, zyada jo dar hota hai fear Matlab, humare, viese, uh, fears तो वो ईगो से रिलेटेड होते हैं क्योंकि जो मैंने अपने आप को मान लिया है कि मैं कौन हूं और मेरी एक पर्सनालिटी है या मेरी एक इमेज है या मेरी एक आइडेंटिफिकेशन है वो किसी भी चीज की आइडेंटिफिकेशन हो चाहे वो मेरे पैसे से रिलेटेड हो चाहे वो मेरे रिलेशनशिप से रिलेटेड हो चाहे वो तो मुझे क्या लगता है कि जैसे मैं नहीं रहा या मैं कम हो गया या मेरी मृत्यु हो गई दैट इज द फियर देखो ना अगर आपका पैसा का नुकसान हो जाता है बहुत ज्यादा पैसों का नुकसान हो जाए फाइनेंशियल लॉस हो जाए तो भी आप ही गए ना आपकी मतलब बहुत कुछ इट लाइक आई हैव गॉन दैट अगर आपकी किसी मेंबर uh, की कोई डेथ हो जाती है तो आपका जो भी रिलेशनशिप है उनके साथ जैसे अगर मेरी मदर the baby is also gone, the daughter. So if I am identified as being a daughter of a mother, then the daughter is also gone. So कोई और भी जाता है तो भी और हमारी के identification है वो जब जाती है तो उसमें मेरी मृत्यु होती है मतलब मैं कम natural स्वभाव जो है हम सब कुछ हैं लेकिन क्योंकि limited form में है तो वैसे limited if we अगर कोई चला जाता then तो will उसमें to कम हो जाता And we हमको किसी to भी कम होना We नहीं है to हम हमेशा बढ़ना चाहते हैं, Isn't it? We all want to expand. We want to be big and better, not lesser and more and more limited. Because we all want to our limitedness that there are many limitations with this body and mind. There are many limitations. There are limitations. तो उससे बहुत डर क्रिएट और अगर आप सोसाइटी के हिसाब से रहिए तो तो मतलब डर के इलावा और कुछ है ही नहीं सिर्फ डर है क्योंकि कुछ भी कभी भी खो सकता है ना कोई गारंटी नहीं है किसी भी चीज की कोई गारंटी नहीं है कुछ भी आपका है अगर आज हम देखें जो ये वर्ल्ड चल रहा है यूक्रेन और रशिया रश्य, के बीच में सोचिए मतलब एक महीना पहले जो यूक्रेन में लोग रहते हैं ना घर रहा ना बार रहा ना पैसा रहा पता नहीं किसकी डेथ हो गई है और देश भी नहीं रहा मतलब ऑल योर आइडेंटिफिकेशन हमारी चीज हमें अपने आप को कैसे जानता हूं कि मैं इस मैं इंडियन हूं मेरी रिलीजन ये है मेरा घर यहां पे है मेरी ये पोजीशन है मेरे पास इतना पैसा है ये मेरे रिलेशनशिप्स हैं अगर सब, सब आपसे ले लिए जाएं so how much fear can be created? It's very natural. So what we learn here on the spiritual path is whatever can be taken away from you, whatever you can lose, know that it is not yours. Know that that is not yours. Because whatever can be taken away from you is not yours. That is not the real thing. The real thing is only that stays with you forever. वही real है अब एक example लेते हैं जैसे हम लोग रात में स्वपने देखते हैं अब स्वपन में अगर जितनी भी चीजें आपको मतलब suppose स्वपने बहुत अच्छा चल रहा है और उसमें आपका सब कुछ बहुत अच्छा है आपके पास आ, पैसा भी है आपके relationships भी अच्छे हैं आपकी health भी बहुत अच्छी है बड़ा आपका पैसा भी जा सकता है आपके रिलेशनशिप्स भी जा सकते हैं ड्रीम में भी किसी की मृत्यु हो सकती है आपके uh, बहुत प्रियजन की आपका हेल्थ भी खराब हो सकती है ड्रीम में सब कुछ आपसे छीना जा सकता है उसे ड्रीम में। लेकिन क्या वो चीज है जो आपसे नहीं जा सकती में भी कोई मुझे the dream, what is it that cannot be taken away from you Who will tell me When you are dreaming everything can be taken away from you in the dream itself. What cannot be taken away from you? Yes. Sweetie is right. Self. madhavi is also right. Myself. Yourself. Very good. Excellent. Madhuri is saying consciousness. Shayad aapka matlab bhi self se hi hai. Siraf may. Hai na? May khud ko. Kyunki aap to wahi rehenge. Aur aap uthenge. Subhah. To aap dekhenge ki sapne mein jo bhi tha. Woh aap se le liya gaya. Lekin aap to wahi ke wahi ho. और उस सपने में भी आप आपको नहीं छीना जा सकता है ना आप तो वहीं के वहीं रहोगे तो क्या है रियलिटी वही जो रियलिटी है जो परमानेंट है हमें उसको पकड़ना है हम जब सिन की बात करते हैं या पाप की बात करते हैं तो सबसे बड़ा पाप या सबसे बड़ा सिन क्या होता है उस चीज के साथ आइडेंटिफाई करना जो कि परमानेंट नहीं है जो भी इंपरमनेंट है जो भी कभी भी जा सकता है जो टेंपरेरी है अपने आसपास हर चीज को देखिए और देखिए क्या है जो चला जाएगा मैंने अपने पैसे को पकड़ा हुआ, इट्स सैडेंटिफिकेशन है क्या ये छीना जा सकता है हां तो ओके दिस इज अ रॉन्ग आइडेंटिफिकेशन देखते जाओ और उन चीजों को जा then there will be no fear, and then there will be no fear of the death, because even death cannot take away you from yourself. लेकिन हमारी एक problem है, जब हम यहाँ about you की बात करते हैं, तो उस you हम अपने आप एक बहुत limited form मानते हैं, हम अपने आप को शरीर और मन मान लेते हैं, तो ये तो शरीर भी नहीं रहेगा है ना, ये शरीर भी जाने वाला है, तो बस यहीं बात आ जाती है कि then what is the thing So, that's it. So, whatever you including this body, whatever is temporary, until you're Okay, Anaya is uh, asking, what is spirituality's take on organ and body donation? Should we or shouldn't we? Well, spirituality does not have any take on this Anaya. It is completely an individual's choice. अगर आप यहां पे यह पूछना चाह रहे हो कि क्या अच्छा होता है है ना दिमाग में क्यों मतलब हमें करना चाहिए या नहीं करना चाहिए मतलब कि क्या ये अच्छा काम है या अच्छा काम नहीं है या फिर मे भी आपके दिमाग में नहीं होगा कुछ लोग ऐसा भी सोचते हैं कि अगर हम यह करेंगे तो यह पुण्य का काम होगा तो ऐसा who in San tay karta hai usko yichis cheez karni hai ya nahi karni agar aapke man atahe, aata hai aisa vichar aata hai aur aapko acha lagta hai body donate karni hai organs donate karnehe to bilkul kariye aur aapko lagta nahi mujhe aisa nahi lagta mujhe nahi to mat isme kuch sahiya galat hai hi there is nothing right or wrong over here do what you feel like doing kanika is saying the experiences are also comes in stages first step is being realized and you start leaving who you are, is it end or something next to this exists or just experiences evolve once you start leaving as being? So when you are saying uh, being realized, is that an experience? I'm asking Kanika, is that an experience? Correct. So there is a contradiction when you say the experiences also come in stages, right? So because that is not an experience. Yeah, it's just being. And you start leaving who you are. No, you don't start leaving who you are. You start leaving who you were not, but you thought you were. Isn't it? The wrong identification is Because who you are, it not Then your question is, is it end or something next to this exists? Well, that is what we say, is unknown. And isn't that enough to know who I am and then just be? Is it when it comes to, okay, what else is there? Or when you're saying just experiences evolve once you start leaving as being. So even if the experiences evolve, you are. Uh, I think what you mean is that there will be different kinds of experiences. Maybe evolve means there will be better experiences. I will not put them as better or worse. I will just say you may have different kind of experiences, right? But as we discussed earlier also, even if you may have different experiences, again, you, they, they will as long as they are new, there is a newness about them, they will be very interesting. And after that, even those experiences will become boring. No? Like you and I today, what we are having an experience as a human, maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, if the dogs or the cats, they might be thinking, okay, you know, they would like to, what kind of experience they would be having for them, that would be very interesting what we are having. But for us, it is like a very regular experience. So it is all very, very relative. And whatever experiences happen, it is again about remembering that at the end of the day, they are all experiences only. Okay. Madhuri is saying, once I was on a boat in river Ganga, I imagined myself flowing with the current and thought that now how alone I am with the current of water. My body is also flowing with it. And for a moment, it was nothingness. There was not the feeling of fear or anything. Very good. Very nice. If you had a feeling of nothingness and there was no fear, very good. You know, when we have these moments of uh, fearlessness, it's not that suddenly you become fearless one day. So it's like there is there are fears and slowly the fears start Becoming lesser and lesser. And then you may have moments of fearlessness when you feel completely fearless. So it happens sometimes, it happens more and it happens slowly and fir become completely fearless. Pandurang is saying observing the fear with being detached from body and mind frees you from it. Absolutely. That is what it is about. Being able to observe it. See it separate from you. But when will you be able to see it as separate from you? when you have removed ignorance from your mind when you have removed identifications from your mind otherwise you will not be able to see only yourself as detached from body and mind that is the whole problem where is all our suffering coming from with identification with the body and the mind which is so very strong so first identification has to go And then the detachment comes in and through that detachment comes the fearlessness. Madhuri is saying, are Kriya Yoga and Sudarshan Kriya different? Uh, Madhuri, I don't know about Sudarshan Kriya. I have not done it. But what I understand from people who have done, who have done both Sudarshan Kriya and Kriya Yoga, uh, yes, they are different. And also Sudarshan Kriya is a great uh, method or a practice for relaxation it gives you a lot of relaxation it definitely gives you what should i say not only relaxation but maybe you know you may have some experience or something I, I, I actually don't know much but what i know the basic difference between kriya yoga and sudarshan kriya kriya yoga is a highly evolved system the purpose of kriya yoga is to take you from the lower centers to the higher centers See, we all know, uh, at least broadly, if you know, the most common system when we talk about layers is the chakra system that there are seven chakras. And most of the humanity, most of us naturally, are in the lower chakras that is the Mooladhar and the Swadhishtan. Uh, even Manipur, very few people reach. Most of the people are in the Muladhar and swadhisthan only. Not that others are not there, all seven are there, but their their dominating chakras are the lower two ones. Now, what Kriya Yoga does is that through constant practice, it takes you to the upper chakras, to the higher chakras. And also, if you practice it well, then it will establish you up to the uh, Agya Chakra. It establishes you over there. So that is what Kriya Yoga does. I'm not so sure about if Sudarshan Kriya does that. I don't think so. Like uh, even Ramdev Baba has uh, made popular these uh, Alom Vilom Pranayam or Ujjayi Pranayam or uh, there are so many others, right? Because these are all Pranayams. Kriya Yoga is also a Pranayam. Sudarshan Kriya is also a Pranayam. So there are so many kinds of Pranayams. So some Pranayams help you to have a better physical health. Some Pranayams relax your mind and then Kriya Yoga, in my understanding, is the very complex and a very highly evolved kind of Pranayam. Because if something can take you to Agnya Chakra, even if you are at a Muladhar to take you from Muladhar to Agnya Chakra and establish you there, so you can imagine how powerful it is. And unless you are established in the Agnya Chakra, Gyan Marg does not make sense. Gyan Marg will not make sense to you. Kanika is asking could you please talk about the 7th chakra. 7th is the Sheheshrar. Well all I can talk about it uh, Kanika I don't know much honestly. All I can tell you is that um, all the practices which are there what I know of what I have practiced and what I know of there you go up till the Agya chakra and when you are established in the Agya chakra then the sheheshrar it like you don't go there, it automatically pulls the energy over there, pulls you up from there. That is what happens on its own. And when the Shaheshrar opens, then everything becomes clear. I mean, like we say now, that all the secrets are revealed and everything is understood. It is like as if you know all the senses they open up. But the practices, if you will see, most of the practices are up till the Agya Chakron. And a lot of people, when they are focusing on the Agya Chakra, uh, they also feel like tingling sensations on the Shaheshrar, or sometimes as if some energy is flowing in from there or a connection from there. And there are more chakras. So Shaheshrar is the seventh. And it is also said in the yoga books that uh, there are two more chakras above the uh, Shaheshrar. In fact, I don't even know their names. Maybe one of you may know if you are into that yoga tradition. But that is where the understanding becomes complete, even up till the Shehashrar, for what is possible in the human birth, in this human experience. Another thing that I have uh, heard from gurus is that, as I was saying, that most of the humanity is in the lower two chakras, the Muladhar and the Swadhishtan. But once you reach the Anahat, which is your heart chakra, the fourth, you know, which is absolutely in the middle, three below, three above, so whoever reaches the anahat, once that opens, actually that is where the real spiritual journey begins. And after that, you cannot come down, you cannot fall down. Not that the other three chakras will go away. See, all seven chakras will always be there. So even the lower tendencies which come from the Muladhar, Swadhishthan or Manipur will also always be there. It's just that As the moment your heart chakra becomes uh, strong and established, then the other three, the three below will not dominate. And then the energy starts moving up from the anahat. And even if, uh, you know, if you do some practices, it will happen very fast, but even if you don't do practices from the anahat, the evolution will happen very, uh, it happens by itself. Madhuri saying, in ancient times, such knowledge was so deep that we see halo around head of divine God. That halo is um, the aura, Madhuri, and which all of us have, you know, we may have heard about, you know, having an aura, which is also part of the subtle body or the astral body. So our body does not end where, you know, the skin ends. There is also... Uh, lighter body around it or the astral bodies extends, and those auras can be seen by a lot of people and for uh, divine souls you know why this halo was seen around them because the color of their auras would be golden or white and uh, so the ancients would kind of create that in the picture to kind of show that you know whoever has that kind of aura is having very high spiritual realization or is uh, higher in the evolution. That was differentiation which is given for them. Ruchika is saying Sahasrara, the crown chakra is non-duality being the one. Yes, at the it is, it is all one. There is no difference at all. Madhuri is asking, uh, how can one know that one is being situated at which chakra? Uh, so, I don't know if you have uh, read the self-evaluation uh, practices, uh, Madhuri. आप अगर प्रोग्राम में हैं तो गुरुजी के उसमें जो फिफ्थ स्टेप है उसमें आएगा तो वहाँ पे सेल्फ एवलुएशन के थ्रू आपको पता लग सकता है कि आप कहाँ पे हैं बहुत अच्छा उन्होंने वहाँ पे एक्सप्लेन किया है और कुछ कुछ चीजें होती हैं कि आपको अपना यू you नो know, बहुत सिंपल से भी हम पता कर सकते हैं कि हमको किस मेरे इंटरेस्ट क्या है मेरा एंटरटेनमेंट किस तरफ है उन्होंने बहुत अच्छे वहां पे एग्जांपल्स लेके किया है जैसे कि क्या मेरा अभी भी बहुत ज्यादा इंटरेस्ट है कि मुझे पोजीशन चाहिए कोई बहुत पावरफुल होना है मुझे मुझे लाइफ में होना चाहिए लोग मुझे जाने पहचाने ये करें तो उससे आपको पता लगेगा कि आप का अभी है की चल रही है या फिर आपकी तो उससे आपको पता लगेगा कि कौन सा है और ये डोमिनेंट में ऐसा नहीं है नॉर्मल केस में किया जाता है लेकिन डोमिनेंटली ज्यादातर मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम आपका कौन सी आपकी थॉट्स कैसी रहती हैं आपको किस तरह के दोस्त पसंद हैं आपको किस तरह का एंटरटेनमेंट पसंद है आपको किस तरह के प्रोफेशंस पसंद हैं हॉबीज आपकी उससे आप ये पता लगा सकते हो एक आईडिया हो जाता है कि आपका कौन Ruchika is saying, I know a way. A guru once told me a technique. Tell us, Ruchika, if you would like to. Would you like to share with us? So, Ruchika is sharing a picture. Hey, Muni, can I uh,
1: explain it orally? Yes,
0: please. Go ahead, Ruchika.
1: So, uh, he told me, uh, he sent me this... uh actually he sent me a link though. Uh, at that time i wasn't moving out of the house because of the covid so i could paint karke circle color wise so the outermost color is the red color of the root chakra uh, inside it it's the orange color of the sacral chakra then the manipur, then the heart chakra then the uh, 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 blue is the color of the uh Vishuddhi chakra and then the third eye and then a white and then a black dot inside it so he told me to concentrate on this black uh, dot but like it's a technique of tratak okay you a room में room wall and you have to uh, uh, gaze continuously without blinking your eyes on the black spot black dot center में और किसी color concentrate you have to just keep looking at the black dot and थोड़ी uh better हो जाता है ना when you are really good at it to aapko na ye जो color merge ho jayenge color highlight And dikhega color jo आपका us pe aapka jo wo chakra activated okay have you tried that <laughs> color okay, okay. green hmm. okay so okay. i don't know how it works okay. the other, but mujhe green all right very nice interesting
0: interesting so maybe people here can try this and then let know what color did
1: they see yeah uh I will try to find here send me a very good um Madla June name image share a proper digital image thi, mm-hmm. ye se paint karata, maybe colours use karke. Okay. Just to see how it works. So Right. So uh image mil jati hai tha, and I'll share it in the group.
0: Sure, sure. Perfect, great. And I'm sure otherwise also we people may find this kind of an image because this is uh, pretty common you see. It haan, will be available n- 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 n-
1: yeah. n- Nothing really hard to find. Correct. But I uh, have to Google it in a minute, but maybe okay. I will search and yeah, yeah. find it. Very sure. good. Excellent.
0: Thanks, Ruchika.
1: You're welcome. Welcome <laughs> you to everybody.
0: My pleasure. Some people can also know it by looking at your aura. You can see another person's aura. Similarly, like how Ruchika has explained, you will see that particular color in their aura. And while the, depending on the mood of the person, the aura can keep on changing, the colors keep on changing, but if you know that person and if you can be with that person for some time, you will see a dominant color. Ek aapko color, hamesha unke aura mein nazar aayega, jo bhi, and that itself will be able to, you can be able to make out, which is the dominant chakra. That means most of the time, where are they operating from? In fact, you can even experiment on yourself. Uh, I don't know if, uh, have you experimented looking at people's auras or even for a particular object you can say, see, and I'm sure on Google there will be many ways, but I can share something very simple. So when you look at a person and, you know, if you make a person sit with a completely neutral background, like let's say a white wall or just an off-white wall, there shouldn't be two objects over there. And... You look at the person, see you look at the person but at the same time you are not really looking at the person, you are looking around the person and it's almost like tratak as Ruchika shared earlier that even on this you need to do tratak, so you do a tratak on the person and in some time like maybe, I'm not saying on the very first day it may happen, it may take a few days but you might be able to see the color around them and also how big it is, so sometimes you know people have small auras or big auras those things can be seen and I have even uh, read although I have not tried that for myself but I'm just sharing it with you in case you may want to let's say you don't want to do it with another person but you want to see your own aura you want to find that out so you can put a big mirror and again with a neutral background behind so you sit in front of a wall and put a big mirror in front of you and start looking at your own self but while you're looking you're kind of looking away you know it's not exactly looking looking slightly away and just doing that and you will be able to see that aura for yourself in the mirror. Poonam is saying Kirlian photography can show colors of the aura. Very good uh, thing Poonam you shared. Yes, excellent. In Kirlian photography and um, there are people, I'm sure we can find that out on Google, uh, who take your pictures. Uh, I think uh, it is now available at many places where they have those, uh, you know, you can go and get yourself clicked and they will show your aura. Okay, Suma is saying she has tried. Excellent. So Suma, how were the results like? Did that help? And that also reminds me, I want to share one more thing. I don't know how many of you have read this book called The Third Eye. Has anybody read The Third Eye? It's by Lobsang Tuesday Rampa. He's a Tibetan monk and uh, it's quite an amazing uh, book. And there he was trained to look at people's auras. And he has shared some very, very interesting things. So if anyone of you is interested, it's easily available on Amazon. Very interesting book, The Third Eye. And in that book also, the gurus actually uh, did a surgery. So you see, even that is possible. When we are talking about raising your energy to the agya chakra. Uh, a surgery was performed on his forehead uh, to open his third eye. But you know, those are of course very esoteric practices that happen uh, that used to happen in Tibet. I'm sure they must be happening somewhere as well. Satya is saying I have my first spiritual book. It's very interesting. And I remember, you know, when this uh, monk was trained to look at people's auras. And there was these uh, political conversations that would happen. You know, like how issues were going on between Tibet and China. And when some official meeting would happen with the Dalai Lama or a senior official. And somebody from the Chinese government would, would come then he would be made to sit over there to study the auras of, you know, those officials who were coming so that they could, you know, understand like how genuine were they in uh, sharing what they were saying. So many of those things. And also they were developing this Kirlian, uh, I I don't know, uh, Kirlian uh, camera possibly came a little later, but in Tibet, even from a technological perspective, they were focusing on creating those cameras but technology was also made there and it So, to test if the photographs taken by the camera are correct and what this monk was saying. So, that also, those comparisons were done to validate that, you know, what they had developed in the photography was correct. So, quite a few of those things. Satya is saying, I was told it is not true. Very interesting, Satya, because I was told that it is true. I have uh, been, uh, you know, uh, somebody who shared this with me and i know that person uh, was not just anyone and he did say that yeah it seems very fictional it does because it is so interesting but some of the things actually there make sense so until the third eye i quite liked and after that the tuesday lobsang rampa has written many other books as well which are like completely out of the world things there soul is saying if you do research major fiction seems in this world is true and seems true is fiction in real actually there is no way of knowing what is fiction and what is true and then on the path of knowledge we say all is fiction right even what is real is fiction so it's okay what is interesting we can read but we don't have to consider it to be true whatever that we come to know madhuri is saying osho has also mentioned about kirlian photography but what parameters guruji has given those are actually working right Yes, he's given very uh, specific and very perfect ways to evaluate yourself. Okay, it's uh, 10 already. So thank you so much everyone for joining in. We will close the satsang here. Ask some very good questions, very interesting questions. And also for participating, for sharing. Thank you very much. And I'm going to see you again next Thursday. Thank you for joining in.